push this out. E3 edition. Guys, E3 happened. We were marketed to. We're all sheep. We're going to woke you. We're going to wake you. We're going to tell you why all the games you're excited for are actually bad and why you're wrong. Yeah, video games are bad. Here's why you need really to hate down on games. them lately. I'm just really down on video games lately. Skip. I'm a big boy now. Yeah. Work I started my 9 to 5, stuff. yep. Except it's not a 9 to 5. It's an 8.30 to 5.30. Yeah, it's never 9 to 5. Well, and, actually, my job's like that, but... And plus, it's an hour drive each way. So, long days. But... It's worth it. Um, I was only able to play one game, really, and it's a game that came out of nowhere yesterday. Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. <laughs> After getting absolutely no information yeah. about a release date or anything. It was only announced just, like a couple months ago, right? Yeah, it was announced for North America just a couple months ago, and they gave no other information about it. Not even like a target window of when in 2016 they'd release it. And uh, I was a little worried when they didn't say anything about it the day that they showed the Zelda game, but they just dropped it out of the blue as a download yesterday. And that just, it made my week, man. Like, <laughs> I, I got to work early today, so I was just sitting in the parking garage, and I played me some rhythm games. <laughs> I God, that it's a really fun, fun game, and it's exactly what I needed. A nice little pick-me-up. Um, yeah. And, you know, each day feels a little shorter than the last one. I, I'm getting used to it, and it's not so bad. But What you do is you play video games while you're at work. That is a terrible idea, but I would really like to do that, um, and I really would like to talk about some video games. So what have you been up to? You've been playing some video games. I have I have been playing a couple of video games uh, before we get to E3. Um, out of nowhere, I kind of just decided I would pick up Wolfenstein, the the new order. Order. Yeah. Um it's all right. I I mean it starts out like really really good actually. Like it starts out with like this crazy D-Day style thing where everything is completely absurd in Wolfenstein fashion. Uh and then it goes into the future. So it goes from like 1946 to 1960 something. And uh and the Nazis have taken over the world. Yep. And, it's a cool premise. Uh, yeah, and so you're having to like be part of the rebellion against the against the Nazis, and it slowed down a little bit, but I'm I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I I didn't uh, I I didn't I I played was it Return to Castle Wolfenstein? The, I played the some, first Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 3D. I didn't play the old That's old, an old stuff. Ass game. Um, I played. There was one on the the original Xbox that I played as a as a wee lad. And, I think that uh, one was a lame one. Yeah, if I heard I, not, right, I heard people don't like it, but I was good. too young to know any better, and so I liked it. Um, and uh, you could kick people in it, and you could kick over and over really fast. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, you um, like a lot of weird games when you are too young. Exactly, to tell the when you're a kid, you just you just latch onto the weirdest shit. I um, remember playing the Perfect Dark Zero demo on my Xbox hey, 360. I still think the that, time, gets, that gets more shit than it deserves. The multiplayer graphics, was cool. Those graphics were so impressive to me. Yeah, because I ha- I didn't have a gaming. I think PC. that was was that like a launch game with the Xbox. It was. It yeah, was. it was an Xbox. I remember. I mean, game. I remember playing that that multiplayer with some friends and having a blast. 
it was just like really unique and weird uh, at the time, especially for a console player. I think it was just it didn't like blow us away, but we were just having a lot of fun with it. There were a lot of like unique weapons and large maps with some interesting stuff going on. I have no idea how the single player was, but yeah, I think that game gets shit on a little more than it probably deserves um, because it was unique. But anyway, uh, I mean, it's a that's a big name to to draw a sequel from because uh, the original was so iconic to a lot of people but still um so yeah i'm enjoying wolfenstein it's it's it kind of surprises me how old it feels like they've retained so many classic things of like picking up health packs and armor packs and um just it's just weird and then they and then they incorporate some modern stuff like uh some fairly I, i won't say advanced but like usable stealth mechanics and uh and aiming down the sights and that kind of thing, which is kind of weird. Um, but it, it works. It's it's fun. It's just a good good romp so far. Um, I'm surprised at how like fleshed out the story is so far. Like the character, the main character is actually a character. I heard it's like a fun action movie. Yeah, it's like a uh, yeah. I mean, that's the vibe I'm getting right now. Is is yeah, like a, a, it, it's it moves pretty fast, especially at the beginning and. Uh, you've got lots of characters and they're saying a lot of stuff to each other. And there's an actual story building, um, which I didn't really expect from a Wolfenstein game. Like I, I would, I expected it to be very minimal, but it's actually pretty well done. Uh, lots of cutscenes and stuff. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I'm liking it. Uh, it's been sitting in my steam library for a while. So I just decided, I, all right, it's time to play it. Um, and uh, I've been playing I a little more. That Doom demo that reminds me before no, the week I, is out. I gotta play that. I I need to just I need to. I'm gonna wait for that game to go on sale. But like that's that's gonna be a good game. Um, I, I'm looking forward to playing that one. Um, and I've been playing a little bit more of The Witcher Three expansion. Uh, there's not much to say about that. It's good. And that's all I have to say. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Well, um, uh, let's talk about E3, Skippy. Let's. Guys, E3 happened. It was a total disaster. Everything was shit. The entire thing was shit. So hard. I was cringing the whole time. I so, mean, it is fun to make fun of E3. And it, oh, and, yeah, and, yeah. And there are a lot of cringy things that happen. But I do think, judging from like the response on Twitter and stuff, people just go to the extremes. And I mean, I know that's part of the fun, but... There's a people lot. going looking for that. Yeah, there's a lot of they undeserved negativity, and I think there's a lot of undeserved positivity, too. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's E3. Whatever. Fuck it. Have fun with it. Um, Basically, E3 is the greatest injustice of our time. Lots of undeserved <laughs> things. Yeah. Both sides. No uh, one is let's, innocent. Let's jump right in. Okay, so let's go <laughs> conference by conference. <laughs> yeah. Let's okay. start out with the... Um... The star-studded <laughs> Battlefield 1 world premiere. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the EA conference, which basically was just sports games in Battlefield. Well, there was Titanfall 2, which actually looks decent, mm-hmm. but looks like uh, Titanfall, I mean, whatever, it's Titanfall. Um, but, uh, yeah, Battlefield yeah. 1. Okay, so where do you start? <laughs> Let's start with the celebrities. How about that? Zac so, Efron and uh, Jamie Foxx. The way nowhere. they unveiled it all, was that the first shot they showed of the celebrities? Is just randomly Zac Efron and Jamie Foxx? Yeah, because well, I'm pretty I sure. It was. I mean, I don't know if they announced it beforehand or if they were like, "Hey, these guys are voicing characters in the game." I still don't know what the fuck their their involvement is. If there's any involvement, no, it's just a promotion. But they, yeah, they 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 showed the trailer. No, and I, then 
Wait, you mean right after the trailer where they just cut to them awkwardly yeah. for like a second? Yeah, that was so strange. It was I, like I didn't know what was happening when I first. <laughs> it was like they showed the trailer and then they go up to the balcony or something in the auditorium. Yeah, and there's yeah, and that's... there's and there's Zac Efron and Jamie Foxx and they don't introduce them for like they don't thirty say seconds. They don't say and it's anything. Just like, and you're looking shot. at them going like. Is that Zach Efron and, and Jamie Foxx? And then he finally introduces them and says, like, what do you guys think? And they're like, he's like, are you excited? And they're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're really, ready uh, to go. Yeah, gonna that bring, battlefield. Gonna bring the hemp. Gonna bring the hemp and the courage. Uh, and then we gotta find Wiz Khalifa to make the rest of this show go a little bit easier. Yeah, well, that's that's when, so after the conference, then they, yeah, then they you've got the red carpet of celebs. And they're rolling them out the one by one, carpet. and again, the battlefield themed uh, orange carpet. Yeah, and 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 again, they don't say at, in, beforehand that they're going to be rolling out all these celebrities. It's just you cut to this guy, and he starts bringing out people, sports people. Um, what's his name? A big NFL uh, wide receiver, I think, and and, and a Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa, and just one after the other. And you're sitting there going, like, what the fuck are all these people doing here? Like, I know it's L.A., and that's like, I guess that's what you do when you're in L.A. Is like you invite all the celebrities to your event. It was like, Richard Sherman. Um, yeah, Richard Sherman. There was an NBA player. Oh, uh, Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry, Terry Crews was, was there. With, he, he was played, the PC master race. He said he's playing with a keyboard and mouse. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody else is sitting there with their um their Xbox One controllers mm-hmm. playing on the PC. Snoop Dogg moving backwards in the trench, just staring he's, at the screen with a blunt. Actually just smoking a blunt live on the stream. <laughs> Indoors. M- moving backwards <laughs> in the trench, doing nothing. And that's what they showed. Incredible. It was, and then they zoomed in on Zac Efron's face. And Zac Efron is looking at his screen like... <laughs> it's just... <laughs> yeah. And, and like, Jamie Foxx wasn't even trying to hide it. He's like, well, we're going to go hit up Wiz. Yeah. And make this go a little easier. Like... Yeah, I mean, well, when they came what, on screen, what they were, are they, like, gonna do? they were it's... waving their hand in front of the face, were, and, and Jamie Foxx couldn't stop coughing, and it was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's just so dumb. It's, it's so, it was, it's, I'm glad it happened. It was great. I mean, I'm I, glad it I, happened. I don't know what they intended that segment to come across as, but I feel like their attitude was probably like, well, we've got a bunch of celebrities here. It can't go wrong. Well, we're going to get a lot of attention. That's true. They did. You know, whatever happens, we're going to get attention drawn to our game. And that that is definitely what happened. Um, oh, speaking of, I almost forgot there was a game involved in this. Uh, Battlefield 1 yeah. <laughs> looks like a piece of shit, same as the other Battlefields. It, I mean, it looks I like the a other Battlefields, it looks the other battlefields like are fine. But yeah, it's. I mean, if you expect anything different, you're a fool. Well... Um, of course, of course. I wasn't expecting anything different. But what really what really grinds my gears, you know what, mm-hmm. what Let's grinds hear my gears? Let's hear it. The uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare stuff. Um, Where everyone said Battlefield blew it out. Battlefield them. 1. Yeah. Like, back when they were first unveiled, and that famous, it's a meme now, that first trailer for Call of Duty Infinite Warfare yeah. with the 3 million dislikes or whatever and the whole, everybody th- was saying throughout E3 there was a league of people rip called typing rip in Battlefield rip. 1 and stuff into the chat as like there's some like battle going on amongst it's just a meme weird... it's not a battle it's a meme it's just like typing I, I, kappa it's it's no different it's not an opinion it's just a collection of characters on a screen but yeah i mean it's a, it's a battlefield game and that's that's what it is and if you like that then fine here's another one uh this one doesn't have red dot sights in it that's 
It was cool when the Zeppelin crashed. Oh, yeah. It was a good effect. But when when they first unveiled these games, it was just all over the place. Battlefield 1 is trying something different. They're going off in a new direction, gosh darn it. Meanwhile, we're not going to get to the rest of the Sony conference yet because there's a lot to do there. But we can mention Call of Duty now. Oh, sure. The Call of Duty Infinite Warfare trailer that they showed at the Sony conference was fucking great. It took me longer than I care to admit. I didn't realize it was Call of Duty... Until the they names? were at that window where he puts the breaches breach on the chart on the window, and he looks over and there's the robot, and I'm like, "Oh, that's a robot from Call of Duty. This is Call of Duty." Yeah, um, it was. I don't fucking... know why it took me so long because, like, of course they're going to show Call of Duty, but I, it was a great just... dogfight in space. <laughs> it was and cool. Then there was all kinds of gravity shit going on on the space station. That was a legitimately cool trailer, and who knows yeah. if the rest of the game can sustain that? But come on. Battlefield 1 is not going off in a new direction. If you think that that, you're delusional. Or at least if you think that relative to Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Neither are blazing the trail in innovation. But but seriously, that's the largest departure from Call of Duty we've seen in a while. It seems so, at least in the single player. They haven't even mentioned multiplayer yet, which I assume they'll keep the same because that's what everyone wants probably. But but yeah, I I mean I'm interested in the single player and then they showed the short little preview for um for the Call of Duty four remaster and that looks really good uh, graphically and I wouldn't mind playing through that again. But so you know, I could actually consider buying that game just to get the, both of those campaigns. But this is what happens with memes. You can't contain them. Once they start, they don't stop. That's true. So I looked up the um the new gameplay trailer of Infinite Warfare. A really good trailer. Got like 70% dislikes. Sure. And you know it's only because of the meme. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it'll affect their bottom line too much, oh, honestly. Oh. I do think Battlefield 1, though, is gaining a lot of momentum in the mainstream. Like I think that that's going to be a big thing uh, moving forward because it does seem like a lot of attention is being drawn to it. I think it'll be it. a thing like the Harlem Shake was a thing. <laughs> well, all it needs to do is sell God, initial. what a shallow piece of shit game. I That game... Is, like seriously irritates me because I mean it is the most superficial way to interest the audience and it's working. It doesn't claim to be anything else than what it is. Though. I know. I mean, it's but a everyone else game. claims that it is. Like I get it's it's not like Dice is pulling the wool over our eyes. Or anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm unhappy that it's this popular because I and I guess not that I'm unhappy because it's popular because that's you know Battlefield is Battlefield and people enjoy it and. I'm not going to shit on people for that. But people enjoy it because they think it's different and new when it's not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It is different from Call of Duty, I guess. Just, I mean, just I guess. own up to it. Own yeah, up to whatever. the fact that you're playing a reskin of Battlefield. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same. I couldn't tell yep. the difference when I was watching the stream. It was uncanny how little it differentiated yeah, itself in from fact, any like, Battlefield they, game. I knew that they would go really far with like, oh, look, you've got an SMG and it's like some prototype thing that might have existed at the end like of World War One or something. Gun, yeah, perfect accuracy. I thought, maybe, I thought maybe there was a chance that they would like try to fundamentally change. Like, okay, now you have like really slow firing weapons uh-huh. and stuff, and you have to nope. think about it. But no, you know why? Because it's, it's an alternate history. Yeah, World War even I. like the, the biplanes were like shooting rockets and stuff at the like it was just silly. But um, but whatever, it's a battlefield game. Yeah, sure. Whatever. 
Okay. Um, um, Bethesda. Right after E3, or that night. Um, yeah. Let's do the stuff nobody cares about first. So, Hearthstone, I mean, Elder Scrolls Legends, is that what they called it? Oh, Elder Scrolls yeah. Legends. It was really funny, the lengths that the guy went to to avoid saying the word Hearthstone. Yeah. He even said, he even said I, I, love, like... I love games like these. These I'm, kinds of games. These <laughs> kinds of games. I'm a big strategy, like, electronic strategy card game connoisseur. Like... <laughs> It's obviously oh, yeah, the wide the wide genre. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> one more entry in the already storied field. Um, Speaking of storied, it's going to have a uh, it's going to have a narrative experience along important. with it. I'm glad that it has that story mode. Uh, yeah. There's also this seems to be Bethesda's business model right now is to just copy Blizzard because yeah. they also are introducing Quake Champions, which. As soon as I saw the trailer for it, first they said there's a new Quake game. And I was thinking, okay, it's not going to be like regular Quake because they just released Doom. So it's going to be some kind of spinoff. And then they started showing the trailer. And it was a bunch of single shots of characters running around. And they all looked different. And there was a quirky looking blue haired girl. And like a mean guy with a chainsaw. And then like a skinny guy running around. And that's when I realized this is either a MOBA or Overwatch. And I was just waiting to see which. And then <laughs> then he dropped the dropped the hammer and said, "You know, when people think Quake, when we really get to the heart of Quake, it's all the badass cool characters with unique abilities." Yeah. That's why abilities it's a is the ability class-based shooter. Yeah. Quake Champions. I mean, at first I didn't think anything of it. I was thinking, "Okay, they fucked up with the Doom multiplayer because people just aren't Nobody gives a shit about the Doom multiplayer. They they fucked it up. Uh, and so their response to that, or maybe not even their response, but like going in, they said like, okay, we'll make the Quake multiplayer the classic style that people want from Doom, and this will be our option for them basically. And even when they started showing all the characters with their different stuff going on, I thought, okay, that's how you know the Unreal games are. You've got like different characters, and they all. Especially the old ones, they had like different movement speeds and stuff. Like depending on the game, I know the like one of them that I think Unreal Championship, I think had like the characters were different and they started with different weapons and stuff. But but everyone could pick up weapons. Uh, and I was thinking that was kind of the direction they're going with it, where it's like there's minor differences in them. But no, I think it is going to be like class based. Uh, they said arena combat, so I don't think it'll be like Overwatch where you've got. Like bottlenecks and objectives and stuff. I, I think, think it'll, it'll be more be... like running around, but yeah, I think it'll still just be like a deathmatch style thing. But the way they described it and the, what they showed, it looked like it was clearly taking its cues from Overwatch, and that's something that they did in the rest of their presentation is took their cues from Blizzard. Yeah, um, and I don't think I mean that I, that doesn't mean that Quake's going to be a bad game, but how disappointing is that if you like there were rumors before like oh they're making a Quake thing. And I think that's kind of what everyone assumed was what I was assuming, which is like, okay, cool, they're making a, a multiplayer classic style combat, something that game. would like replace Quake Live, or at least exactly. be that kind of thing. Yeah, and and uh, how disappointing is it to hear like abilities and going, okay, that's not the game that I was thinking it would be. Yeah. Um, and that is definitely not the first time that happens in this in E three in general. Uh, but we'll that is true. We'll keep going. This this happens later on in the conference, actually. Uh, well, I disagree because I didn't see the original Prey. 
to well, stuff. Whatever. But okay, I guess we'll just talk about that now. So sure. um Arcane showed a pre rendered trailer for Prey. Not Prey Two, Prey. So now we've got two great games in the Prey series. Yep. We got Prey and we got Prey. They really aren't even trying anymore. That was Prey another theme at this two thousand seventeen. Was just completely this has been happening for years with like the reboots, but they just threw all care out the window now. Like they just call the new game the game without subtitles or numbers anymore. That's I think that the next um Halo game is just gonna be called Halo. At this at this rate, I mean They'll go to six and then they'll do Halo. Yes they will. Yes they will. <laughs> they totally will. They're gonna start they're gonna do ODST two. Uh they're going to do something that's kind of like Reach, where it's like, oh, here's a different part of the Halo universe, and these are going to go between the five and the six and all that stuff. Halo, the Sergeant and so Johnson after the one, story. after six, it's going to be Halo, and yeah, I don't know how they'll, I don't know, that'll be a reboot. But anyway. Yeah, that sounds um, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Prey, first of all, I don't know why they used... So it didn't. Prey Two didn't make much sense either. So Prey Two got announced years and years ago at E3 with a cool little trailer where okay, you're a bounty hunter in a sci-fi world, and you're you're a human who got sucked up into the UFO in the original Prey, which nobody cares about and doesn't really matter where you came from. It, that's the that's the background though, and you're a cool bounty hunter, human bounty hunter in a in a in a city full of aliens, and that was fucking awesome that concept is fantastic and it's, uh it's ridiculously ambitious and it proved to be it's ambitious i don't know about ridiculous proved ambitious. to be impossible for them. maybe ridiculously ambitious for a developer created by bethesda they couldn't do it they didn't yeah. do it because they yeah. couldn't do it they tried um and they got a working game but they apparently decided it wasn't good enough uh so they canceled it and rumors this year started going around like oh Prey 2 is going to be at the conference, and we, nobody knows what it is. It's going to be a different developer. But everyone, I think most people kind of assumed, like, okay, they, they've gone on that concept again, right? They, they're going to still do the bounty hunter thing because everyone loved that concept. Uh, and instead, they slapped the name on a completely a horror, what looks like a linear horror story thing, which is fine. Look, cool, whatever. Maybe it's good. <laughs> But it's not at all what people expected or wanted out of that license, which I guess if it's a sequel, if it's a sequel or a reboot of the original Prey, that's definitely not what people wanted because who cares about I'll the original Prey? I mean, I'm, I know it has fans, no one, but like no one cares about the original Prey. That's no. the thing they don't they don't care about meeting people's expectations about the canceled Prey two because very few people are even aware or care about the canceled there's Prey a, two. But there's a or passionate played prey there's a small amount of passionate people who do care a lot otherwise they wouldn't bother using the prey name i wouldn't think unless they're just like yeah, fuck it we're gonna use the licenses we have i don't there's, know but... you can get mainstream buzz by review by rebooting obscure things but you don't you can't cash in on the specifics uh, anyway it's it's super disappointing for me because i i want that concept i mean i don't really trust it in bethesda's hands but who knows what's well, uh, arcane yeah, I trust Arcane. Bethesda still has their hands yeah, well. <laughs> in everything, but 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 um, yeah. I mean, I I wanted that concept to come to fruition, and it's not. 
and that sucks. Uh, that was super disappointing for All me, especially say- after like I was really interested in that trailer. I was like, okay, this looks neat, and then they showed Prey, and I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> All I can say is I've never seen a second of footage of Prey or Prey 2 or any of that. This is all I've seen, and this looks like a cool concept. It's not a game yet. It was a pre-rendered trailer, Yeah. so who knows? But I was interested by what I saw. Yeah, mysterious sci-fi crazy shit. I like stuff like that. He doesn't know what's VR and what's real. uh, It was kind of like, um, it reminded me, or I guess not reminded me, but it seemed like it was going for a little bit of Bioshock 1, System Shock 2 kind of vibe. I got that same. And that that's I really like that stuff. So, I hope but Yeah, I'm excited for it, but it, I hope it's a good game. I'm just really disappointed that And I think Arcane is a capable enough developer to not have eyes bigger than their stomach and yeah. to have an idea and execute on it. Which yeah. brings us to Dishonored 2. And that looked fantastic. It did. That was I mean, the best part of that whole conference by far. Yeah. I, first of all, the style of that world, what they first showed was just basically not still images, but non gameplay of yeah. the world. They were just moving the camera. The, the style is so interesting. It's so awesome. I so the first Dishonored had a good look to it and everything, but I remember I remember being like really weirded out. Apparently, they got like the art designer from Half Life Two, two. Yeah. and it looked like Half Life Two. Like it just looked. The the, it looked like combine, was, like all that stuff was the same. Uh, it really it, worked, though. And it, it, it worked. It was cool, but it was off-putting to me. Like that's all I could think about was Half-Life Two, and uh, and seeing this, it looks much more like it's it's become its own style. And that is true. It, it, I want to explore that world where before the other one didn't quite grab me the same way. Um, but uh, I was surprised to see the gameplay that they showed was really, really similar to Dishonored 1, which I guess if it's not broke, don't fix it. But, like, God, it, it was Dishonored again. And yeah. I, I'm fine with that. But I was a little surprised. I thought that they'd, I thought that they'd switch it up more. I don't know why. Um, Dishonored, Dishonored is one of my favorite games. I really like that game. Um, I played a ton of it. I played it many times on every difficulty. And did all the different runs that you can imagine, like totally non-lethal, non-spotted. And one of the biggest problems with that game is that going non-lethal was just boring. You didn't really have that many tools at your disposal. And I get that it should be challenging, but if you were just playing through the game for the first time stealthily, you really could just only walk around and blink and there wasn't much else you could do. Mm-hmm. Um or you could like line up headshots with the sleep dart, but that was always really unsatisfying. What they showed of Emily's gameplay was really really cool to me having played so much of the first one because she's a very different kind of character. Her abilities are except for that like grab thing that pulls people over which was cool um there's probably lots of uses for that but specifically the mesmerize ability that like distracts enemies and the domino ability that lets you chain the effects between them so that if you inflict a status effect like death or like sleep on one of them it'll take them all out at once yeah i think that's clearly the, the the stealthy character and i think that's what that game needed that was what it was missing was that fully fleshed out stealthy 
mm-hmm. you know, subterfuge kind of approach. Right. Um, so that really had me. Um, it also just... You're right, it wasn't a total revolution of Dishonored. I think most of the effort went into, like, the design and... Yeah, and, and, it, and it paid off. Yeah. And I believed them when they were telling us that we actually put thought into what was in this place 10, 20 years before you were there, and there's the marks on the walls of where the floodwaters yeah. come up and go down. Like All that, the guards look so good. That was the first yeah. thing I noticed, was, like, they have that... They have cartoony proportions. Like the dinosaur are, heads and, like... Yeah, but they look real. Like, yeah. they look like the actual people, but they don't... You wouldn't see a person looking like that in real life. And that was just really cool. Like, it, it has that... It's like Uncanny Valley, but in a good way. Like, yeah. like God, that looks real, but they're also cartoonish. And that... I, I was just super impressed with that. And, yeah, they talked all about... <laughs> I, I love what they were saying about the world and, like, how, like, okay, they thought about the history of it and everything. That's what I'm always saying about games. Like, they should put more thought into why are things the way they are in the world um, because that's what draws me in. Uh, and I don't know I don't know how much of that was actually shown in the trailer. I I was disappointed to see writing on the wall as 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 world building taxes 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 doesn't really impress me that's as true. far as world building but but i mean that's just like two examples whatever who cares they but, do um, they do that in dishonored one too but mm-hmm. what makes it not fall apart is that they don't just lean on that they'll yeah. have the graffiti but they'll also have the subtler things in like the back alleys yeah. Things that you just observe. It's gotten to the point where I, when I see graffiti in games, I instantly go like, "Ugh." I, I, That's it, true. Like, it's a pretty lazy like a... device at this point. Yeah, and, it and worked even... in Half Life Two at the time. The Half Life Two graffiti was was. Wasn't just the Half Life Two graffiti just the rebellion symbols? Was there any other? Graffiti? Yeah, they weren't. They weren't like heavy-handed messages sure. about yeah. things. They were like images and icons of yeah. resistance or of the combine or. That Half-Life game, 2 had very good world Half-Life building because a great game. you could see the way that the Combine changed the city and everything, and that was really cool. Um, very unique at that in that era of a shooter for a shooter. Um, if you just pretend Half-Life ended at Half-Life 2 without the expansions, you know, you can kind of close that up in your heart. Half-Life 3 is never going to come. It's um, never going to come. It's <laughs> never. Uh, was there anything else? Well, Skyrim Remastered. Oh, yeah. With the piss filter, it, it literally just looked like a filter. Like they were showing, like they'd show, like here's a scene, and then here's it remastered, and it was like, oh, it's oranger now. Uh, like there wasn't more vegetation or anything. It was. It wasn't it more vegetation. Sure it was just, slight. It was higher res textures. I'm, I'm sure there's looked, some different improvements that they've made. Better, yeah, but, but in, you know. think about like like when they showed Grand Theft Auto Five for the PC. I think it was last year's E3 that or the E3 before that. was an upgrade. That was, it was a remaster. It like was blowing everyone's mind. I, I and they didn't there call going it like, a remaster. Is this Grand Theft Auto? Like, this doesn't even look the same. It doesn't even look like the same game. They didn't and even yeah, call just, it a remaster. It's just yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five for um, next gen. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I, it's just... I, I don't expect Bethesda to do the same thing that Rockstar would do, but still, like, it's just, like, super disappointing uh, to, like, see, Equal caliber like, developers. Yeah, yeah. Bethesda and Rockstar. But, uh... I got the impression. I mean, I know that this isn't what happened because, of course, they're going to like try to upgrade the graphics a little bit. But the my initial reaction was like, "Oh, they weren't planning on upgrading it at all," and then they had to slap some few a few things on there. 
to make it look like it was upgraded because people started calling it a remaster it, instead of it just coming out on the new console. It looks like a, a modded Skyrim. It looks like there's some It looks graphics worse than a modded in, Skyrim. If you've true. seen, like, the, the best mods well, for yeah, graphics whatever. are, like, way better. Well, except they look... They all look like shit in the end. True. Because I mean, it's a bad you, engine. It's not this, a... Exactly. There's awesome screenshots of modded Skyrim yeah. that look legitimately impressive. And it's like, whoa... I want to I want to kind of install that and see what that looks like and then you do and everybody still looks like they're puppets with the animation is always going to be bad and clown and faces and then of course the game runs like shit because it's so poorly yeah, optimized. Yeah. It's that game is kind of rotten to the core. Yeah. Uh fuck um, Skyrim. I yeah. uh, can't wait to buy it on my Xbox and and play and play approved mods. Yes. DM. Pre-approved paid mods. Yeah. Okay, Microsoft, I just wrote question mark because I n- hadn't heard anything about it. Well, they made but... some pretty big announcements. Um, Did they? Yeah. Oh, the... okay, they made one big announcement. Because first of all, there's the Xbox One S, which is a cheaper, smaller, newer version of the Xbox. And Who was it who said that um, they weren't going to be like smartphones? Did anyone say that? Uh, <clears throat> I didn't say that. What did I say? You I said, don't remember. You said that. Oh. I don't know. It looks like they, they were going that direction for a while now. But, um, but yeah, it, so I think it has, like, very, very minor improvements, but they're saying, like, don't buy this to make it a more powerful console. It's yeah, just – it's, it's just – it's the slim. Um, Which but really, they also – Yeah, I'll, I won't – They also that. announced a, a new – more powerful console. They didn't show it or anything. It's in early stages, but it's they're going. They're aiming for 4K gaming at 60 FPS. They said for some titles, maybe for some 60, titles. 60 hertz 4K. So who knows what that means? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's across the board. Because from what I heard was like that's what they're aiming for is the ability to do 4K, and that's it. And that they're giving the developers the freedom. If the developers want to, they can still do 1080 and they can raise the frame rate or whatever, do other kinds of improvements. Um, Phil Spencer was doing an, uh, an interview on Giant Bomb's live stream where he was talking about how Halo 5 does a trick with frame rate where to, to keep a, a steady 60 fr- frames per second, it lowers the resolution if it's struggling. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean it's a clever, it's a clever idea, idea, and apparently, apparently it works very well. Um, and he said, so if you were to play Halo Five on the newer Xbox, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, it would just stay at sixty frames per second. So you'd get that advantage, even if it wasn't at four K. You're still getting a different, slightly different experience. Um, and and he said, you know, we're fine with with developers doing what they want with the new power, but what we aimed for is the four K stuff. Um, so I don't know. I mean, whatever it. Neat, I guess. Uh, it's probably going to be super expensive and not worth it if you're a PC gamer. But I, I love that they're giving that option. And the the other thing that I'm really I'm really happy that they seem to be going all in on is uh, is cross platform gaming. Uh, every all their first party titles that are coming out are coming out on Windows 10 and Xbox, and you buy it once and you get it on both. So if you're one of the few people who made the mistake of buying an Xbox <laughs> and you're a PC gamer. Uh, you you can play it on either console you want with just one purchase, which is pretty neat. I thought that was a the cross platform stuff is good. I still yeah, haven't seen a single title I want, but 
Um, I want the new Forza, Forza Horizon three or whatever. Um, yeah, whatever. If you're not into it, whatever. But uh, maybe the pirate game by Rare. Yes, I don't think that's Xbox. I'm pretty sure it's it's Windows too. Yeah, it is Windows, but I, I, yeah, I I guess it's not coming out on the PlayStation. Yeah, I'm definitely getting that. That looks awesome. And apparently, they had it playable where you could play like four v four on the show floor, and people are saying amazing. Like it it was like the longest line until they release Zelda. But uh, yeah, that that looks amazing to me. I, I I love that idea. I've been saying they should make games like that for a while now, where like you're you're crewing a ship. But um, they uh, yeah, that's really cool. That like we'll be able to play that on the PC. And the the craziest part to me, I didn't expect this at all. Cross platform multiplayer, where you can play with people yeah. on the console. Microsoft. Um, fun fact: they're pretty good at developing software. Uh, <laughs> I guess yeah. So, you know what? If anybody could do, like, a solid cross-platform experience, it would be them. Yeah, and I mean, uh, yeah, and even if it isn't the best experience, it's cool that they're trying, you know? Because they don't have to, and nobody expected them to. Or I don't think anybody expected them to say, like, oh, you can play co-op Gears cross-platform. Nobody would have expected that. Um, yeah, and it's it's not going to be like Rocket League. They're going to use the same. I'm, yeah, I'm well, you're going to have an Xbox, Xbox login on Windows. Yeah, yeah, on so Windows. So you'll you'll have a friends list. You mm-hmm. can invite people on an Xbox One yeah. if they have that. I think it'll it'll be good. Yeah, I, I hope so. Because um, they fucked up with games for Windows Live, and that is something that Phil Spencer that acknowledged when he was talking about it. He was like, "Yeah, we uh, games for Windows Live was a big mistake, and da 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 da. da <laughs> and here's what we're doing instead." And and uh, they have to. They had to. Yeah, for um, anyone to buy into this, they had to. They have to say like, we, "Yeah, we fucked up." Um, but yeah, I, I just think that's really neat. Um, the bizarre <laughs> thing to me about Xbox at this E3 was that they announced the Xbox One S and the new Xbox Scorpio at the, at the same, same time. time. Who yeah. would buy an S? Now? Well. I think they I think they did a poor job of getting this message across and I agree they should have had separate announcements. But they're different they're different products. One is one is if you're gonna buy a new Xbox and you just want the new Xbox, get the S because it's smaller and cheaper. But if you if you want the premium four K experience, that's what the Scorpio's for, and you're gonna be paying more for it. They didn't announce a price point or anything, which means it's gonna be expensive. Um But but I mean at this point if you're even considering buying an Xbox One and they announce the Xbox One S and the Scorpio at the same time... I'd still get the S because I don't give a shit I about would, 4K. Neither do I. That's why I would get an original Xbox One for like $100 less. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, how much, I don't know how much cheaper the original is going to be do, when the... Because I was in GameSpot... Or not GameSpot. GameStop before they even announced the S and it was like $189 for a yeah. used one. Well, and after people, the S comes out, it's going to be like 150, 140 maybe. That's people, actually affordable. I don't really get this, and this is not me, but people really like getting the smaller white version of the. You know, like they they want the newest thing, even if it is just a console. I mean, the PS Slims and their success has have shown that uh, people buy those. You know, so that's because they always. They were spaced out in a way that made sense. They were never right before... They didn't release the PS3 Slim at the same time they announced the PS4. Yeah, but the but that's different, because the PS4 is the next generation, and the Scorpio 
is an is, incremental upgrade. Is, is like, this is the premium experience of our current generation. There's no generations there's, anymore. Exactly. And there's not, well, there, there's still, eventually they're going to have to make an Xbox that isn't backwards compatible with the original Xbox One. Um, yeah, eventually. Because it's going to really be too don't. hard for the developers to develop for that wide spectrum of power. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to abandon their old. Oh, you mean new old... games that won't work on the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, because right at, now at some they're point saying... it's just gonna be like system requirements on a PC. Yeah, yeah. But right now they're saying you know don't everything that comes out on the the Scorpio is gonna come out on the on the Xbox One. So yeah, it's not like a, it's not the next point. generation. So you can buy the S without without worrying about becoming obsolete or anything. I so that's their argument. I I agree though that they the way they messaged it was bad. They they I feel like that was a mistake because now pe- because people are thinking like you are where it's like, "Well, shit, I need to know more about that newer one. <laughs> I'm not going to buy this yeah. S um cuz now it already seems like it's it's the second best." Uh so, yeah. I I get I get it, but yeah, they they still fucked up. Um all right, I, that's all I can remember about Microsoft. I, I, I'm sure there's some other stuff, but so, so we can move on to the best conference then. Y- yeah, I agree. It was the best con- conference, far and away the best conference. Uh, so Sony, they they start with a live orchestra playing this crazy tribal sounding anthem thing, and then there's this lady on a drum who's going. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. So it was this crazy orchestra, and um, it builds up. And at first, I thought it was like Horizon Zero Dawn because it would look kind of tribal and I had no idea what it was. And then it looked too dull for it to be Horizon. So the kid runs inside, and it's like Kratos. We're skipping. We're skipping Um, Ubisoft. Well, did you see Ubisoft? There's not a whole lot to say about Watch Dogs too. So, <clears throat> here's what I've come to realize about Watch Dogs Two. Uh, piece of shit. I like the idea a lot of like being able to carry out a mission and and fuck with all the electronics in a way that like and sneak your way in and that kind of thing, distract people, whatever. But. So they start out the thing, and and he's he's doing like a stealth mission where he's like infiltrating a a, a skyscraper, and uh, and he starts all stealthy and stuff. And I I tweeted this. I was like, just waiting for it to turn into a third person shooter because that's what the, the original Watch Dogs was like a shooter, and you could occasionally have like the electronic abilities that were just like totally secondary. The original Watch Dogs was a bad game. Yeah, bad game. And um, and in their defense, they kept it like non lethal. I guess to like prove like, hey, look, we're 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 giving you the the option to go non lethal with this game, but they eventually he gets spotted and he starts getting shot, and he pulls out his cool gun, and pulls out a taser, gunning people down, pulls out a taser, he tases someone and murders everyone. After but that. then he pulls out a big ass like M fourteen with a scope <laughs> or something like that. And just hip fires it into the window and breaks the window and then puts it back and pulls out the taser again and starts shooting people with his taser. And it was just like. It's tactical. If, He's if, making if they, tactical choices. If they hadn't pulled out the, the big ass machine gun, I would almost be sold on it because it's like, okay, cool. He's having to use his 
abilities, his hacking stuff to get through it. And uh, that and, would immediately make Watch Dogs a million times better if there were no guns that you could use. Yeah, or or if guns just weren't a, 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 a objectively better option if you weren't going completely non-lethal. Where it's like, well, fuck, he could just pull out his gun right now and just gun them all down and be done with it. Why bother? Stealth Why bother? I mean, I know. There's plenty of games where, like, okay, you give yourself the challenge of, like, trying to go non-lethal and everything, but it just – I'm just not – I don't trust them enough for it to be a viable and and fun on its own because I think they expect everyone to just pull out the guns and that this was just kind of like a look how cool the hacking stuff is and look, we're non-lethal or we get that option, but that doesn't mean it's a fun option. Um I don't know. I, I'm not sold on that. Maybe it will come out and get good reviews and whatever, but – not sold on it. Um, they announced the new, or they didn't announce. They showed the new South Park fractured butthole, um, which I, I it was not a very good uh, showing. the The trailer was good. It, it looks like it's going to be basically just parodying the whole like Marvel superhero craze concept, um, which I like. Is it same gameplay as the Stick of Truth? It looks similar, but not necessarily the same. It's a different developer. Because I liked that. I liked that Paper Mario gameplay. I think it's similar, uh, but I'm I, I'm not sure. The gameplay was probably the best part of that. Game. Really, I still haven't played it. I mean, it. the the jokes obviously were good, yeah. but as far as like the game mechanics I've, of that game, I heard game that went, too. Like every enemy is different, great. and so it like stays fresh and everything. But um, yeah, it wasn't like a hack job. Yeah, um, which is the most surprising thing you can say about <laughs> yeah. an adaptation like uh, that. It seems like Matt and Trey like kind of go all in, and they. They really, they want the writing to be good, and they voice act everything and all that. Um, you could tell they knew what makes a video game good mm-hmm. and what's annoying. Yeah, I, I, they, well, I think they just they trust the developers to make an actual video game, and then they actually write it themselves, which is like yeah. okay, you're you're letting everyone do their their jobs, um, which is sounds simple, but not not a lot of people get that right. I think. Uh, so yeah, I don't know that that's I'm sure that's going to be good if the first one was good. Why not? But um, they also announced a a mountain sports game like snowboarding, skiing, wingsuits, parachutes, etc. Uh it looks kind of neat, but I heard very bad things about it out of people who played it who just said like it just doesn't really have a whole lot to it. Um and uh and they showed Wildlands, which is the Ghost Recon game. I was super disappointed in that showing. It just looked really really boring. Uh, they did their classic. Ubisoft loves this. Their scripted multiplayer chat, uh, where it's like, "Okay, I'm going to take out the sniper. I'm going to move in on the train tracks. Cover my six. Yeah, well, okay, you take Cover out the guy on the right, six. and I'll take the guy out, out the guy on the left. I'll, I'll, I'll give them the credit that it's not as, it wasn't as like cringeworthy as usual, but it was still. It's just like you watch it and you go like, "Okay, well, I know that it's not going to actually play this way because people don't play that way in multiplayer." Um, and I, it just looked super boring. Like I love the idea of infiltrating this huge thing and like staying stealthy and all that stuff. But the way they were playing it was like they first of all they kept on just coming up across people's while, while their backs are turned, like people just staring at walls and stuff and just shooting them in the back, which not very exciting. Uh, and the only gadget that they used was like a drone, and then they ended in a car chase and flew off in a helicopter, and it was just like super boring. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know that that game. I just don't have a lot of uh, hope for that one. Um, what else did they? They showed a Star Trek VR experience. 
which did not VR experience did not look great, but they showed it in the best possible way. They had fucking Jordy LaForge as one of the people playing, and I think some of the other actors might have been from from the Star Wars stuff. But Jordy's the black guy with the visor from the Next Generation. Um, I'm not a nerd like you, I've so. seen quite a bit of the Next Generation, and that was kind of exciting to see him actually like playing this game, and like he was being himself, but he was like accidentally going into character and that was kind of funny but it, the, the game or experience or whatever just looks retarded um but yeah whatever uh vrs mm. they they need to try harder with that stuff um i don't know what else i don't think trials blood dragon which nothing to say about that recore was that Microsoft? Microsoft, that Microsoft, I think, showed Recore. It's just another trailer. Recore. Who cares? I don't get Recore. I don't know what I'm supposed to be. It's probably going to be cute or something. I guess it, maybe it's trying to be a kid's game. I don't know. It just, I don't see what the appeal of that game is. Like, what they're trying to show is, like, here's our, here's the thing that you do. I, I, I don't really get it. Um, And, yeah, I think that's about, that's about it for Ubisoft. So, yeah, let's go back into okay, Sony. Okay, thank God. So... Sony. Uh, actually, this is probably one of the worst parts of the Sony conference, though it was what got some of the most um, excitement out of the crowd. Uh, so the kid, the tribal kid, goes into the hut, and uh, this gruff voice speaks from the darkness. Your mother's knife is yours now. We will go on the hunt. Kratos sounds Kratos. mean as hell. I would be terrified to have that as a dad. <laughs> He's scary. <laughs> yes. Um yeah, at first I thought it was pretty cool and I I heard a lot of the comparisons to The Last of Us where there's I didn't get those comparisons. I, I heard I those, guess just but, because it's like a father daughter son yeah, whatever walking around and but, I'm totally fine with that. I think that if they're going to do a reboot, it should be different oh, hell yeah. in some substantial way. Uh but I got to say the actual combat looks really bad one of the best parts of god of war was how just intense the combat was lots of shit going on and the enemies reacted to what kratos was doing and it was just very exciting but when kratos is attacking enemies in this god of war which is just called god of war by the way in keeping with the most recent craze uh it looked like somebody said Dark Souls in the chat. It actually looked like Lords of the Fallen. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it, it looked like that super clunky, Souls. stiff wannabe Dark Souls. No reaction out of the enemies whatsoever. Very stiff rolling. Um, it did not look good. I it, I thought some of it, like the smaller enemies, when there's more like involvement with the animations and yeah. then like throwing the axe that looked kind of cool but when he's fighting the massive troll creature it just didn't look good I, it looked like a it looked like a cinematic kind of quick time event thing which god of war always has been. yeah let's not even sugarcoat this but if they still did it kind of right there was combat intense action before the quick time events and then it was like a struggle <laughs> to rip their heads off <laughs> mashing the triangle button until it finally happened yeah. this was like like circle strafing him and running up and hitting his legs twice with no reaction I mean uh, and then breaking into a cutscene 
I don't know. It, it's very hard. I think I couldn't really tell how the combat would feel just from watching it. To me, the first thing I noticed was these graphics look way, way, way too good for a PS4. Even what? if it's even if it's supposed to be the PS4 Neo or something. I thought Uncharted Four looks that good. It does. They combined lighting and textures and uh, particle effects in a way that. I don't believe. I do. Believe. I find it unbelievable, but we'll see. Having having played Uncharted, I've seen 4, Uncharted Four. I think Uncharted Four looks better, and I've seen God of War, and I thought God of War looked way too good. Um, I don't think so. I think it's obviously it's E three, and things can get downgraded, and they are all the time. Yeah, but nothing in that trailer stood out to me as looking particularly better than Uncharted Four. Um, Sony has proven that they know how to build a game engine that squeezes every last drop of juice out of the PlayStation yeah. 4. Objectively, it is not a very powerful piece of hardware, but they are really, really good at optimizing for it. And Uncharted 4, it's still just, I don't know. There, there's things you can nitpick in that game, like anti-aliasing maybe. Well, but I think I Uncharted think that 4... That game does have anti-aliasing. We talked about this. Uncharted 4 looks good, not necessarily because of the... Uh, where you say like, oh, look at how the lighting looks, or look at how the textures look. It's it's just has a good look to it, which makes it look amazing. Well, no, <laughs> it does have a great look to it, and I'm saying there are things you can nitpick, but a lot of what makes it so amazing are the technical details, like the light on water and the the light between trees. So there was some video I forget who made it that was explaining how they calculate the way the light filters through the trees differently, where in other games, if you're not looking up at the light source, then the god rays don't come through the trees accurately, mm-hmm. just because how every other game does it. And yeah. Naughty Dog set up the math differently so that it's always visible. And it's just the little details like that. They add up. And so technically, even, it looks better than most every game I can think of. And while there are, there must be things you can nitpick where they cut corners, it just, they cut all the right corners to foreground some of the most technically impressive graphics I've ever seen. And I, I think it's totally doable for them yeah. in God of War. Well, maybe, maybe you're right. I'm making, I'm putting my money on it being downgraded to a very noticeable level, but we'll see. Uh... Regardless, I won't deny the possibility. Regardless, that. it felt something about that demo felt ex- so scripted to me. Oh yeah. Um, where I didn't feel like it was representative of how the game's actually going to be. Like if this is in the game, it's going to be a tutorial thing where the yeah. go- game then changes. Because it just first of all, they didn't have any like button prompts or anything on the screen, which was they did for Spartan Rage. They did, but, but, but that was it. Yeah, exactly. They felt very strategically placed. It just felt everything just felt fake in a weird way uh i think that game is probably very early in development yeah me too and and so i i just don't know what to expect from it um it was a very it was it was an exciting way to start the conference because it was so unexpected to see yes wow god of war and he's a viking and it's not god of war it's like something completely different um really interesting uh and yeah, very very strong way to to kick off the conference, and then and then I think they they went straight immediately into immediately after Horizon Last Guardian or Last Guardian, Last, Last Guardian. Guardian immediately. 
yeah. curtains fell down yeah. and it all yeah. got white and God, the live orchestra was yeah. playing. Um, and uh, They orchestrated the whole conference, which yeah. I was joking on Twitter. I was like, I, I was joking that they're turning it into a musical, but like, that's what it, it was. was. Um, and, you know, this was the year where if they didn't show Last Guardian trailer, it was actually going forever. Yeah. And they just... They put their money where their mouth was. Finally, they showed gameplay they, of like they showed gameplay. Very, they showed yeah. um, they showed new gameplay. They showed some new concepts from the game, like the uh, the other guardian creatures that are not yeah. really nice. Um, but the bombshell, the release date. Yeah, the last guardian has a fucking release date, and it's less than what four months away. It's a little over four months away. Yeah. A lot of people didn't think this was ever going to happen. I would have said it wasn't going to happen until last year when they showed it. But um, so very strong start. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, and and so that's the thing is like they went straight from the orchestra to the God of War orchestrated to the Last Guardian to then I think they went straight into Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Uh, and no that pauses. Was a fucking great. Nobody trailer. talking or anything, and that was that was the best demo of the of E three, I think. Um, yeah, it, it was surprising because I didn't think that they would show very much of it because, like, okay, we got a good bite of it last year where it's like, okay, here's here's the concept. Um, but there was so much gameplay. Yeah, this one seems much more like, okay, here's the game. Uh, I said this last year, and you disagreed with me. That game is The Witcher three. No, it is the Witcher no. Three. It is the Witcher Three. No, okay. The, the enemies the... have. It shows the enemies' weaknesses, which includes like, okay, here's their weaknesses to these items, to these kinds of bows, and you know, it, yeah. I would deny the map. Extremely the whole, strong similarity. The whole menu screen was laid out the same as the Witcher Three, where you've got like map, inventory, yeah, quests, yeah, yeah. and 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 the map looks the same. It's the Witcher Three. It I, looks the same. I get it. I get what you're saying, but. The focus of the games are very different. I, I agree. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be the, exactly the like combat, the combat, but the combat in Horizon totally different. looks top notch. Yes, I that agree. That combat is amazing. That sense of hunting something is—you don't get anything like that in The Witcher Three, even on the best of The Witcher contracts. The the scenario is obviously the best yeah. in the business, but the the sense of physically hunting a creature is is not present in in the way it is in horizon um the conversation wheel is obviously lifted straight out of the witcher and you you can clearly see that it's the same developers it is a lot of the same developers. yeah apparently they had a lot of influence too um, i'm glad that they didn't bother concealing it i'm they just take what works and yeah i'm have, fine with it i'm not i don't want to make too many comparisons because like on the one hand, The Witcher does its world so well. Yeah. But Horizon is not a world we've ever seen. There aren't there's lots of fantasy games. The Witcher is probably the best fantasy game. But Potentially. But we've seen fantasy games. We haven't seen a post apocalypse where AI become like animalistic. It's a really, it's, really awesome it's concept. So unique. Yeah. And the combat supporting it yeah. is so interesting. You're like aiming at weak spots and exploiting, t- taking control of robots and that kind of thing. Like very, very, very cool stuff. Uh, I'm I'm super excited for it. Uh, it's it's going to be a major factor of what 
when I eventually get a PS4, that'll be a major factor in in getting it. Um, because it yeah, just this, is, this seems like the time to get the because it's possible that it'll actually come out and not be very good. We'll see, but um, but yeah, it, from what has been shown so far, it looks amazing. I love the idea of like getting on your fucking robot whatever thing mount riding around and shooting the bow behind you at the machine. Yes. It, it, it's, it's awesome. Uh, it's so much more of an action game than the Witcher is. That's why I don't feel comfortable yeah. directly. Or the action like looks that. just better than the Witcher. Oh, it's, um, it's clearly better than yeah. the Witcher. Um, so, but that's, it's not, I like these comparisons aren't to either game's detriment is what no, I'm trying to say. I don't think so. Um, I'm really excited for horizon. And yeah. that comes out. That got a release date too. It got a sneaky release date, so mm-hmm. maybe it's subject to change. Um, they just they didn't put it after the trailer. They put the release date for Horizon at the very end of the conference and on the memorial card. page. So who knows if it's really going to come out then? But yeah. it does have a, a tentative release date, I'd say. Yeah, and uh, and only then did they did Sean Layden, I think that's his name, come out and start talking. Um, about the VR experience. They kept they kept having him come out to extremely epic orchestral music. <laughs> it showed it was like it was like Mars by uh, what's his name? He acknowledged it as something. Yeah, that, it was just really funny. Uh, they had like the lights going and everything, and he was just walking out there, just like yep, here I am. What he um, said was very true that there aren't many opportunities no. in life to be and, introduced and by And later on in the conference, you get perhaps the most ridiculous, like, WrestleMania-style entrance. For Let's, not get, there. Let's not get there yet. Let's get the boring shit out of the way. Yeah. Because that's the highlight of the whole yeah. uh, VR experience. Yeah, first. VR stuff. Okay, so oh. you were hating. You were hating on Twitter. About uh, Resident Evil yeah. 7. And I, I take back a little bit of what I said because I was mostly just saying it to Flimsy's detriment. But um, <laughs> but I still think it looked like shit. It looked – I think most of it was the fact that it looked like it was – it looked like the footage of Resident Evil was taken, you know, the way that – especially when VR was like very new and people were using the dev kits. People would get yeah. that, that fisheye lens look of their footage and they would manually rescale it. To be nineteen twenty by, you can it, play it right now. Yeah, you can play it, and you can play it in not VR, which is one thing. Like a lot of people were speculating at first, was like, "Oh, is this going to be VR only?" Because they're clearly showing VR footage, and it doesn't look good because it's blurry and shaky, and just it looked like garbage to me. Um, you know what? I thought it looked great. I thought it looked fantastic, not graphically, because obviously. Okay, they're trying to do to run an Oculus, which is the mid-range VR. Mm-hmm. You need a 970 and ridiculous specs, and they're doing VR on a PlayStation 4, not a PlayStation 4K, which they didn't even mention at all. Just a PS4. So obviously, the graphical fidelity has to be lower for them to do a, a quality VR experience, or even like a competent VR experience. So I am totally willing to accept major shortcomings in graphical fidelity that just comes with the territory yeah what i was so blown away by was just i didn't know what it was at first at first i kind of thought okay this is this is clearly an imitation of pt but they seem to be doing a a decent job it's obviously not as good but it's atmospheric (laughs) 
It's not jump scary. Yeah. I like that kind of thing. And the reveal that it was Resident Evil 7, that got me. Yeah. Because Resident Evil, if if you had to point to one series that has totally lost its way over the years, it's Resident Evil. If you play Remake and then you play Resident Evil 6, you will <laughs> lose your mind. Yeah. Resident Evil 7 is an atmospheric horror game, and that alone is enough to get me really, really excited. Um, it got kind of corny at the end, but I kind of appreciate that. It's not trying to be the super subtle, right. expertly done PT kind of well, horror, it, where it's it, also tight. Up, if you pick up the VCR tape, and it shows up like in a classic Resident Evil fashion, at like this 2D image on the screen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't... I, I thought that I was like, okay... It's kind of a cute little like they have a style going there where it's like okay this is kind of a classic yeah. Resident Evil style thing um, and I was fine with that but I mean the the worst thing I can say about that trailer is it got really stupid when the guy started going what the fuck what are you saying what the fuck what are you talking about <laughs> what the fuck they say lots of fuck words um, and it uh, made me really uncomfortable <laughs> so. I so, I don't know. I'm excited for that. Maybe it's the fact that it's shown during a conference and it just doesn't show when you're watching a live stream and checking Twitter and stuff. Nothing about it looks scary to me. And I get scared pretty easily of stuff like that. Resident Evil has never really been like scary you kind of horror. I mean, but that's if what, you're, that's if what you're this a little is going kid, for clearly. I don't think so. It's. It looks like it's chasing PT to me, and you said that. Too. I think it's I think it's chasing PT, but in a Resident Evil kind of way. Like if you play remake, it's so corny. There's just so much corny horror yeah. shit. Like you you go into the graveyard and you go down into the the mausoleum or whatever it's called, and there's a big coffin and there's a terrible zombie creature inside that you unlock with the different skulls, and it's. It's corny and stupid, but it's got an atmosphere to it that it manages to hold and keep thick the whole time just by how it has you moving through that mansion. And, yeah, it's really not the kind of scare-the-shit-out-of-you horror that PT kind of is. It's I think it's taken more than its share of cues from PT. Don't get me wrong. But... It's still got a Resident Evil kind of tone to it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I just I I never never was into Resident Evil, so I'm just coming at it as someone who like would love if a game was kind of like PT, and I felt like it didn't accomplish that. Yeah, and I maybe think... it's not trying to, so maybe that's not a problem. But it's just it was just weird to me, and I I just didn't. I think didn't PT... feel positive about that demo. I think PT was perfect for what it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I get to re-download it whenever I want, thanks to that method I found. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, um, don't have to lose right. it to hardware corruption. I guess that brings us to the bomb. The bombshell, speaking of PT. <laughs> um, this was so good. This was the most ridiculous... I think that this... There's been a lot of ridiculous shit that has <laughs> happened on stage at E3, including this year at at Ubisoft with the dancing giraffes and shit uh, to queen. But this has to top everything where 
Sean Layden or whatever his name is says, I'm here to introduce uh, perhaps one of the one of the greatest geniuses of game development. And like a few people figured it out instantly, you could tell. Like they, oh, right, yeah. right when the curtain started raising, they started going, yeah, and like freaking out. And I didn't figure it out until I saw. <laughs> I got it. I got it immediately when he said one of the greatest talents and the word partnerships I, oh, because I, I we already knew they were partnering. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch on. And and so the, the curtain raises and then the light is shining from behind him and there's the outline of Hideo Kojima just standing there at the top of a ramp and and the light panels come up and he's walking yep. down on the light panels down the fucking stage and it's playing in the kojima the orchestra is playing the mad max fury road, fury road soundtrack, soundtrack <laughs> which is perfect <laughs> one of his favorite movies yeah and um yeah and then he showed the trailer for uh for death standing death stranding stranded stranding 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 death stranding dumb name very well-directed trailer. Yeah. But before cool. we get into the trailer, I want to address the issue of um, profound mental retardation in the chat right now. Um, why does Kojima deserve this worship? Feels fucked up. He doesn't. Kojima is a retard that people think is amazing or something. <laughs> Kojimbo was only good when he was on a leash. So I think this is worth putting in some perspective. There's a reason Kojima has the or carries the esteem that he does, it's because every game he's made has been really interesting in some way. Yeah. I mean, some of them make missteps. Heavily some of them make of very yeah. few. Like, Metal Gear Solid 3 is almost undisputedly one of the best games ever made. Yeah. Um, Metal Gear Solid 5 made terrible decisions with its story, but as a gameplay experience was fantastic. Metal Gear Solid 4 made some story missteps, but still, even when you're nitpicking the flaws, it's hard to find many, or at least not not enough to overshadow the overwhelming creativity of everything he does. Yeah. Um, and PT, PT is not, you can't forget about that. That's his most recent project, keep in mind, and it was 10 out of 10 the best horror game i've ever played yeah um yeah i think people are right to say that he has trouble handling a budget but <laughs> or thankfully, time or time frame yes but thankfully i think sony is probably a more effective taskmaster than konami because konami didn't give a shit by yeah i mean who knows who knows what'll happen but um i do think i mean he's very obviously he's proven himself as someone who can make great games uh, yes. that are completely unique and he fills them full of crazy weird shit that is totally hit or miss. Uh, you know, he, he releases... But the hits... The, the hits, hits are, are so, so good and the misses strong. are so bad because you've got... You'll have, you know, you'll have shit like, uh, like the fucking Johnny in Metal Gear Solid 4 where it's just like he decided that he wanted that character to do a thing <laughs> and he spent a lot of time in the game focusing on that stupid character doing Johnny. stupid shit. And you know what? Work. Who cares? That's what he wanted to do, and it doesn't detract from the overall the game enough hallway. to matter, especially when you know, like, oh, well, this right. is just Kojima being Kojima. Uh, there's, yeah, and 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 people and people try to speculate on like, oh, well, he he was held back by by his team or something like that, where if he was given full control, it's going to be like a George Lucas situation. That's just complete conjecture. We have no idea, no idea. It seems like 
for throughout Metal Gear Solid's existence, he had pretty much full control over the games, maybe until Metal Gear Solid 5 when constraints were inevitable. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. He's proven himself as being, yeah, a creative yeah, genius. I think Pratt's, I think the ins- part of the insane worship you're seeing is because he was fucked by his company. And a lot of the worship is also... A very unamicable breakup, we'll say. Yeah. And he's back, and that's why it was so big. Uh, his entrance, by the way, you were talking about the light panel entrance with the Mad Max. Yeah. But what really sealed it was, hello, everybody. I'm back. <laughs> and then just the eruption. I mean, yeah. what a moment. It's a moment people have been waiting for since, you know, people heard the, that the, his relationship with Konami went south. The genre of the new game is apparently going to be action-focused. As far Which as the gameplay goes. Um, yeah. And this is the kind of Kojima thing where we don't know. There was nothing in that Death Stranding trailer that indicated it had anything to do with Ludens or... Literally could... literally all you learn from that trailer is that Norman Reedus is going to be in the game. There's well, nothing uh... else that you can surmise. <laughs> there's there's some. I mean, it's almost, it's obviously related to, like... I don't want to say like motherhood or fatherhood really, but okay. So Norman Reedus's character, whoever he is, clearly gave birth to that fetus in some way because he has that scar on yeah, his Yeah, and he was attached to it through an umbilical cord. Yeah, so it came out through him. And I don't know. He's Kojima, even in Metal Gear Solid Five, has developed such a strong sense of direction and image. That much is clear. The way that the handprints sink into the, the sand there and they fill with water and they crawl up. It was a great trailer. It moves so precisely. No it's, idea what was going on, but it was great. And um, the the images of it are really what makes it like the oily fetal handprints down yeah. Reeves' leg and then the, the pan up to um the ocean and those things floating out there. I mean, we don't know much about what any of it is, but it's enough to be intriguing. Yeah, there's a very so. biblical feel to it all. Oh, um, yeah, it feels Overwhelmingly huge. biblical, like like some kind of weird birth that doesn't make biological sense, and then the floating figures in the sky, like it was all just very, uh, it feels like there's going to be some kind of, maybe yeah. not religious, but that feeling of like, of like uh, legend. Uh, some kind of man encompassing yeah uh weird tale. weird stuff i i'm excited for it I, I someone in chat's saying well i can't possibly be excited for it because i haven't seen gameplay i think that that's i mean fine but uh <laughs> we're not saying like, <laughs> we're not saying fine. like oh we have to play this game because oh great it's got to be good it's kojima it's it's that kojima's making another game you can be excited for that if i heard right now that uh I don't fucking know. Stanley Kubrick was let's pretend was going to come out with Guardian. a new film in 2016. Let's pretend the Last Guardian has come out and it's released, and then we find out Ueda is making a new game. It kind of feels like that, where whatever he's doing, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Or at least, at least you're interested in it to the point where, like, I'll probably yeah. play that, or I'll at least I really want to know what it is. Um, who knows? Maybe a gameplay trailer will come out, and we'll go, "Oh, that looks like absolute shit." And of course, and forget uh, about it. But of course, I don't think that's likely. The best thing to come out of the trailer is, first of all, uh, the joke that it's Norman Reedus and his son 
Norman Fetus. Uh, and then the revelation that he actually, Norman Reedus actually does have a son named Mingus Reedus. Which I have been literally laughing out loud at myself, to myself, about for the last two days. Because <laughs> thinking of the name Mingus Reedus. <laughs> Mingus! I will say... Okay, well, that that is funny. It is really the lack funny. Of a, I'm not even joking here. My lack of a laugh is is irrational. It's it is Mingus really Reedus. It is Re- Mingus Reedus. All right, but that that shot of the ocean, it looks exactly like, or not exactly like. I don't want to say exactly like, but it looks a lot like the end of the Old Hunters DLC mm. in Bloodborne, where you're out on that endless sea. And there's that corpse of uh, cause that looks an awful lot like a whale, mm. and it's it's a powerful image. I don't think it's unique to Bloodborne, even probably, but I think it works clearly. Yeah. And Sony's very heavily involved, so who knows? And Kojima is not one to conceal his inspirations. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, he pretty much everything he does is heavily inspired by something specific very specific like snake as a character and all that stuff um but uh i, I wouldn't i wouldn't expect him necessarily to take i don't know maybe maybe kojima's he, made maybe he, kojima's sorry i'm talking to matsu denton uh kojima has made a non-metal gear game it was called pt and it was the best fucking horror game yeah yep um but uh anyway i don't know maybe kojima's could take maybe he could take influence from bloodborne but i somehow i doubt it uh he actually doesn't tend to take inspiration from other video games that much, except maybe like in gameplay improvements. Um, but uh, that image—I think he's read Berserk, maybe. Who knows? It's possible. Um, but that—I think he watches movies, maybe. Yeah, that that image. Um, I think, I think that it will have from the from the look of the trailer. I think that game will have a similar feel as Bloodborne, as far as like. Deep, powerful mysteries and and some kind of yeah. yeah, like like undescribable power or you know like just really like vague concepts of 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 a legendary uh, feeling and um, that's just conjecture from what we saw but yeah I I I get that same feeling from both of those things um, and that is a very appealing kind of game to me yeah. It's cool. So we'll see. Oh, oh yeah. I almost forgot. There was another thing at the Sony conference. Um, it's a zombie game with motorcycles. Yeah, I was I was interested in this game until I saw the zombies. Um, even though like survival horror, which is what it looked like it was going towards, is a played out genre. At least it looks like okay, this is some kind of narrative experience it looks kind of interesting and then zombies and i was like oh god there's already been like a couple other games there was uh the new uh something we forgot to mention was the new uh dead rising you're going back to a mall and it's christmas time mm. I, i've never cared about dead rising really um but yeah i don't know that, that was just a really like deflating uh, realization it was cool it is the first zombie game i've ever seen that has done zombie hordes in that way um, Left 4 Dead came close, but this looks technologically more impressive with like 
the zombies actually look like a World War Z kind of like wave of zombies that's like endless. Um, that looked really impressive, really cool to me. But if that's the if that's what the game is, if the game is you go places and then you fight off a zombie horde, I, I don't give a shit. Um, who knows? I think people are being a little overly negative because we don't really know what that game is still. Uh, from what I heard, though, I think the reason people are being so negative is that it closed off what was otherwise a very, very impressive show. Um, I heard, this is completely unsubstantiated rumors, but I have heard it as if someone was spreading it with a reliable source, um, that they were going to close that conference off with Red Dead Redemption 2, or the sequel to Red Dead Redemption. Uh, Which doesn't exist. Let's just make that very upfront. It could. Why not? It doesn't. Why wouldn't they? I mean, They're definitely going to make another Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption was a very successful no, game. No, I, I, I just mean I don't want people to hear you say Red Dead Redemption Two and think that that was announced at E3 or something. Well, no. Um, yeah, but but it's it, it is potentially in production. That's the rumor is that that's what they were going to close out the show with, and they had to replace it either because of sensitivity reasons, because of the terrorist attack over the weekend, uh, or because maybe it wasn't ready. You know, whatever. Um, but uh, it was very bizarre that they showed more exactly. it of didn't one of the least fit. interesting it games. It didn't fit what they were doing, and so it did feel like there was going to be something else there and that they just kind of threw in that. Um, but who knows? That's, yeah, that's completely unsubstantiated. Um, and yeah, we the Call of Duty trailer, we already talked about that, I guess. But um, I, yeah, that was a good It trailer. was surprising. <laughs> it was really surprising. Um, yeah, I liked the Sony conference a lot. It was... I did. It was the one of the best conferences. Oh, it memory. did have another deflating, disappointing moment, though, where it started playing Crash Bandicoot music, and That's they walk true. out on stage and announce, Skylanders. Crash Bandicoot is coming back for Skylanders and a remaster of the old games, which, like, okay, cool, remaster's fine, but, like, first they teased it with the t-shirt under the jacket that had Crash on it yeah. and didn't announce it at whatever their other show was. And now they come out, act like they're about to announce a new Crash Bandicoot game, and then don't announce a new <laughs> That was just so like, oh, that's what that is. And I don't even think the crowd realized what was going on. Like, the crowd was cheering, and it was like, guys, it's it's Skylanders and, and a remaster. Um, yeah, that was fucked up. Uh, talk about so talk then, about Let's talk about it. Yes. Let's talk about that. So... Nintendo basically only showed one thing. Zelda. They showed Pokemon. A lot of Pokemon. Well, a whole yeah, lot of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. They, they showed a trailer for Zelda. Because believe it or not, there are some people who care about Yeah, Pokemon they showed a trailer still. for Zelda. And then for the next, what felt like four hours, they showed Pokemon and just talked about it. Through a translator. And yeah. it was the most tedious thing and I couldn't watch it. Um, yeah, I guess people care about that Pokemon. That was strange. Um, thankfully, though... I was at work and wasn't watching it live, so I just skipped ahead. Uh, and, okay, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Did you see that thing I retweeted right before the podcast? Um, I don't know. So the translator so. of Mother 3, Clive Mandolin, uh, retweeted something where it compared the logo of the Legend of Zelda original for the NES in its original Japanese characters to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And when you see those logos back-to-back, it's very, very clear that this is sort of meant to be like Zelda 1, but 3D. I think they had already talked about that. That same hue. They did. 
but they even like explicitly do it in the logo of the game. Yeah. It's not just talk. Uh, well, I guess logos are just kind of marketing. Yeah. Right? Either way, it's it's very clear that this is a very intentional throwback yeah. to the first Zelda, where it's just a huge open space and lots to explore. And I kind of don't want to watch too much of... There's many hours of gameplay footage they released for this. I don't know how much I want to watch because... I didn't watch I don't want, that much of it, really. I don't want to see that much of it. So much of the fun is just walking around and seeing what's around the next bend of the mountain or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think this game is a good return to form in a lot of ways. They showed what I think is the very, very beginning of the game where Link wakes up in some kind Seems of cave like and it, he yeah. just walks out. Yeah. And notice the absence of a two-hour-long tutorial section where Link is spoken to by, or I guess talked at by every human being yeah. on the planet before he's allowed to pick up a sword and do everything. So that's good. Uh, yeah, it seems like the majority of the gameplay design was put into how Link is going to move around and do things in the world. You're not going to get hearts from pots randomly. You're going to hunt with your bow and going to cook up a meal. And it's I, I really like this. Yeah, me too. I really, really like the approach that they're taking. And and regardless of even it being put into the context of Zelda, it looks like a fascinating, fun game. Uh, yeah. On its own, without with all the context removed, it's like this is a really cool little open world concept. Like it, it feels like a nature. There's just a game. lot of stuff in it. Um, and and have you seen like the footage of like uh, right? There's a windy section. And someone has a little fire built, and they're picking up, uh, or they're chopping down bushes to put in the fire, I guess. Uh, but the the wind blows the the bushes, the branches of the bushes through the fire. They catch fire. They keep moving and into a patch of grass, and the whole grass like catches on fire. And it was like a really cool like chain reaction of events. Um, it just seems like there's a lot of that kind of thing of like just like combine things and see what happens and like try different things and like ev- everything's like accounted for Zelda. Yeah. Um, really, really neat. It, it, it looks kind of awesome. I heard that they got assistance from the guys who made Xenoblade Chronicles huh. and Chronicles X monolith. Um, and you can kind of tell in just how massively yeah. huge the spaces are yeah. like w- with him climbing on the cliffs and everything. But yeah. Uh, I was a little afraid going into E3 that it was just going to be a straight-up rehash of Ocarina of Time or something, but with just a lot of space in between. This seems to be going the complete opposite direction. So, like, Ocarina of Time was a kind of reboot of Zelda for for the 3D era, and I think Majora's Mask kind of perfected what Ocarina of Time started to do, which is make it more character-focused. There's cutscenes and characters speak for long periods of time, and there's a story. This is, it seems, totally different. There is a very loose story. You talk to an old man for like half a second at the start, and there's somebody talking to you, but they're not there, and you just kind of keep moving around. Um, It's all about the, the quest. Or not the quest. The quest is like with an objective. It's just about running around and it's about the adventure yeah yeah Um, yeah one thing i was really excited about 
this seems like something like something really small, but I thought it it sounded like a really awesome concept was uh it seems like you pick up basically uh, most of the weapons you're using are weapons that you're just picking up from enemies and kind of using like temporarily almost um you're kind of having to improvise your way through the combat, which I like that concept a lot um I like I like games that encourage you to or even force you to use different weapons, different play styles. Um, and I, I, I feel like Wind Waker had something like that for, for the first half of the game where like, weren't you like picking up enemies' weapons and stuff? I don't remember, but, um, yeah, on, uh, the Forsaken Fortress, yeah, enemies it, would the, drop the their weapons. The combat of the game reminded me of Wind Waker. Um, and the enemies They didn't totally realize that in Wind Waker. And smoke and stuff. It seems like they are in this. Yeah, um, like the spear that I saw him using that there's like a legitimate reason why you want to mm-hmm. use a weapon like that, like a longer range and a more, straight in front of you kind of attack versus a sweeping thing. Yeah. They did show the Master Sword in the trailer, but it was kind of strange how they did. They started by showing it in the sheath yeah. thing, whatever that is, the stone, and then it fades the, the background out, and it's the logo of the game, and the sword is all rusty. And so who knows what it's even about or where it's set in the time, the timeline, the timeline doesn't really matter. But I mean, there isn't really a timeline, right? Like it's kind of, well, there, I guess there, there is, is, but it's just, there is a canon timeline that actually does make chronological sense, but it still requires like three branching timelines. Yeah. And, you know, it's not basically they make the game first and then just figure out where it goes. Body video uh, could have a field day with the timelines. <laughs> That's where Vadi comes from. That's where Va- that's <laughs> yeah, where Vadi comes from. He comes from Zelda. Yeah, um, cap. But uh, yeah, it, it's exciting. I, I maybe it'll convince me to maybe I'll buy a, a Wii U when it's on the cheap or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's that's another thing. This is less about the game. They said the word uh, NX, by the way, on the stream. They need to tell me what it is, <laughs> or even like it, if it's it actually going to be called NX, or if they're still just calling it NX, or like I don't. They've always had they've always had code names yeah. for their stuff. The Wii was the revolution for a long time. But were they the calling GameCube it that the like Dolphin. publicly? Yeah, they would say the Nintendo Revolution. Huh. They even showed the physical Wii and the controller and called it the Revolution. Huh. I didn't know that. Weird. Yeah. What a weird company. They are strange, but I don't really know if I want to buy it for Wii U yet, because the NX version is obviously going to be better. Is it? I guess. Because I was thinking, smartphone game. I was thinking yeah. if if so. First of all, there's a section in the gameplay where Zelda pulls out a tablet that looks like. It's the Wii U. It looks like the Wii U gamepad. Did you say Zelda pulls it out? Link pulls out the tablet, and it looks like the Wii U gamepad. And I imagine it. I imagine the NX would have a similar look to it, or unless they just change that in the game, depending on what version you buy or something like that. The rumor is, of course, that that the NX is going to be some sort of mobile thing where you can like take it with you. It's going to be like a combination of mobile gaming and console gaming. So I doubt it'll be more powerful. I have no idea. I doubt it'll be. If it is more powerful, I doubt it'll be significant. Um, but we'll see. I have no idea. No idea what to expect from that. Um, so it looks really cool. I will play that game, obviously. I was going to play it no matter what, but... I'm I would not be interested in, in the least if it was just like, here's Ocarina of Time 
again. Well, which yeah, I was that's af- true. I was legit we were both legitimately afraid that it would be something like that where it's just like here's Zelda, but look, it's more open than usual, but it's still the same shit. I that would be totally boring to me. Yeah, yeah. Ocarina of Time. Thank God they didn't do that. It's fine for what it was. But I mean Majora's Mask on 3DS is it it perfected that. That's the best kind of story driven Zelda that you can play. A lot of people don't like Majora's Mask. What kind of piece of shit disagrees with me? A lot of people just don't like that that style of Zelda. They're stupid. They're bad people. (laughs) They probably have wounded hearts. I kind of agree with you, yeah. Jump into a trash compactor. Um, They also announced Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix and released it yesterday. So, two thumbs up to Nintendo. One thumb for Zelda. And one thumb for Mega Mix, yeah. guys. Sony probably did have the best showing, but I, you know, it does feel kind of sickening that you even start thinking in the terms of who won E3. I've gotten so annoyed with that shit because yeah. because really, when you think about it, I don't know. Did you see the Microsoft conference? Nope. If you watched the Microsoft conference, I was pretty impressed with it. I mean, it had a lot of stuff that I'm just not interested in, but. Um, considering that Sony was bogged down in the middle section with VR shit that, for the most part, other than Resident Evil, apparently, was like, oh, the X-Wing mission for Battlefront, which is probably like a 10-minute thing. Uh, just these these experiences that aren't full games, which I, I nobody cares about that. Like, I get why they're doing it, because it's something you can bring your friend over and show and say, like, look how cool VR is, but that's not selling me on it um but uh yeah if you you take that xbox didn't really have a down period to me like xbox had a much more consistent showing of like here's what we're doing here's some exciting stuff if you like gears of war here's gears of war also you can play it on the pc also you can play it with your friends on cross platforms uh the new forza looks good that i care about um because i do like that i like forza um so yeah i mean i i don't know Sony had the most impressive as far as presentation goes, for sure. Uh, and they started out so strong with those three games back-to-back. That was, like, mind-blowing. Uh, okay, somebody's saying something about a PC conference. Did anything happen there that we need to care about? Nothing ever happens. At that. There, there was one last year, too, and it was... The only thing that... I haven't watched it, but the only thing that I heard about that I was interested in was... Um, was uh, 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 Banner Lord, the new Mountain Blade game, which looks great. Um, but other than okay. that, yeah, that that's a that's a much smaller little. Uh, they organize it like a talk show. If you want, if you want cringe at your E3, that's the one to tune into. Not Ubisoft. Tune into the PC Gamer Show or whatever. Uh, Something it's about bad. the money behind Ubisoft does make it a little more embarrassing. Though. Yeah, but but so here's you the can thing. Understand the here's the thing about Ubisoft. Like Ubisoft has reached the point where they're marketing off of their reputation. Yeah, and that's it's, true. We've talked about it's this. cringy for a different reason, and it's even worse. It's like, oh god, you're doing this. You're you're trying. You're you're you have the dancing giraffes and queen because you know people are going to talk about it and say, Ooh, look, it's Ubisoft. <laughs> they're so late and, cringe. And yeah, guys, you feel me retweet this if ubisoft was cringy yeah and when you try that makes it like last year was was their peak because when they interviewed the paid cosplayer and he talked like captain picard that was unintentional obviously and amazing 
but that was the peak. And now, now we're all downhill from here because now they, they've realized what they are and they're going to try to make it a thing. Uh, I, I like Aisha Tyler. seems like a fine person. Um, good for her. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're trying real hard with that stuff. Um, okay. Girl would. Yeah. Girl Peace. would. She had a girl would golden chain. I can't thing. Even hear you. But in are like you a, alive? Yes. Hello. Are you making noise right now? Yes. Hi. Hello. You're muted. Well, guys, I guess that's the end of the podcast then. Uh, See ya. Uh, Here, go like this.